Hi everyone, I'm Dave. And I'm Marvin. It's day 169, and this is God's Big Story. It's a story. It's big. Never boring. No way. For his glory. Always. It's God's Big Story. Okay, everyone, welcome back, and today is an important day because today we finish up our time in the book of Ezra. Hi, everyone. Nobody knows what he's gonna ask now. It's Marvin, the friendly, curious cow. So, Dave, you know, yesterday I was looking in my Bible, and, well, we've only gone through the first six chapters of Ezra. Huh, but there are more chapters after that, I saw. Ah, yes, there are, Marvin. But don't worry, we're going to talk about all of that tomorrow when we switch to the last book in the Old Testament that we're going to spend a bit of time in, the book of Nehemiah. Okay. Now, Dave, the other thing I noticed is we read from Daniel before we read from Esther, but the book of Daniel comes way after the book of Esther in the Bible. Ah, that's right, Marvin. Now, I actually can't remember if we ever talked about this, but although we moved Ezra and Esther around a little bit, generally we're going through God's big story in what's called the chronological order. So we're putting things in the order that they happened. But actually, most Bibles we use today don't do that. They group books together into certain chunks, and then they put all those chunks together, and that gives the order that we know best. So yep, even though Jonah happens before Daniel, Ezra, Esther, and Nehemiah, The book of Jonah comes way after all those other books in the Bible. Okay, okay, so the order just kind of hops around a bit. Yep, that's it, Marvin. But you know, the order isn't really what's important. What's important is that it's all God's word. Now, speaking of God's word, let's get to today. So, yesterday, Judah's neighbors sent a letter to the king asking if it really was okay that the Jews were rebuilding the temple. Okay, yeah, I remember. Well, today we're going to hear what the king replied. Great, okay, well, who's reading for us today? Today, we're back to our friend Ruby. Oh, hi, Ruby. Hi, everyone. Today's reading is from Ezra 6, verses 1 to 15. King Darius gave an order. He had a search made in the official record stored among the treasures of Babylon. A book was found in a safe storeroom at Ekabatana in the land of Media. Here is what was written in it. This is my official reply to your letter. In the first year that Cyrus was king, he gave an order. It concerned God's temple in Jerusalem. King, Cyrus said, rebuild the temple, then the Jews can offer sacrifices there. Let's foundations. The temple must be 90 feet high and 90 feet wide. Its walls must have three layers of large stones. They must also have a layer of beautiful wood. Use money from the royal treasures to pay for everything. The gold and silver objects from the house of God must be returned. Nebuchadnezzar had taken them from the first temple in Jerusalem, and he had brought them to Babylon. Now they must be returned to their places in the temple at Jerusalem. They must be put in the house of God there. Titania, you are governor of the land of Euphrates River. I want you to stay away from the temple in Jerusalem. I also want you, Shethanar Bazenei, and you other officials of that area to stay away from it. Don't try to stop the work on the temple of God. Let the governor of the Jews and their elders rebuild the house of their God. Let them build it in the same place where it stood before. Here's what I want you to do for the elders of the Jews. Here's how you must help them build the house of their God. Pay all their expenses from the royal treasures 
Use the money you collect from the people who live west of the Euphrates. Don't let the work on the temple stop. Don't fail to give the priests in Jerusalem what they ask for each day. Give them what they need. Give them young bulls, rams and male lambs. The priests can use them to sacrifice burnt offerings to the God of heaven. Also give them wheat, salt, wine and olive oil. Give them those things so they can offer sacrifices that please the God of heaven. And I want them to pray that things will go well for me and my sons. Don't change this order. If anyone tries to change it, they must be put to death. A pole must be pulled from their house. The pole must be stuck through their body. Because that person tried to change my royal order, their house must be broken to pieces. God has chosen to put his name in the temple of Jerusalem. May he wipe out any king or nation that lifts a hand to change this order. May he also wipe out anyone who tries to destroy the temple in Jerusalem. That's what I have ordered. I am King Darius. Make sure you carry out my order. The governor Tatanai and Shethanar Bothanai carried out King Darius's order, and so did their friends. The elders of the Jews continued to build the temple. They enjoyed great success because of the preaching of Haggai and Zechariah, the prophets. Zechariah belonged to the family line of Ido. The people finished building the temple. That's what the God of Israel had commanded them to do. Cyrus and Darius had given orders allowing them to do it. Later, Artaxerxes supplied many things that were needed in the temple. Those three men were kings of Persia. So the temple was completed on the third day of the month of Adar. It was the sixth year that Darius was king. Thanks, Ruby. Oh, wow, Dave. What a reply they got. They got all the gold stuff back from the temple that Nebuchadnezzar had taken. And then he told everyone else to give them whatever they needed to build and to not get in their way. And they finished it. Amazing. Yep, it's all very different from we read about everything getting shut down for ten years. Yeah, it sure was. You know, those Jews who first left Babylon, they probably thought they would have the temple finished within a few years. But as it happened, things did not work out that way. It was a long, long time before they were finally able to complete it. You know, I'm sure at times they thought, God, what's going on? How come these people were able to shut us down? Aren't we serving you, trying to build your temple? How come you're not sorting this out for us? The thing is, boys and girls, God's timing is always perfect. He is in complete control. He knows when things need to happen. And even today, he is still working out his plan so that everything is just where it needs to be on the day that Jesus returns. Just like the Jews, sometimes we might pray and think, God, how come? How come you're not answering my prayers right now? But whenever we pray, we pray knowing that God knows best. He knows what he's doing. Sometimes we might ask for something, and the answer might just be a no, because God knows that that's not what's best. Or the answer might be, well, not yet, but soon. Because, you see, the Bible tells us that God is working out all things for the good of those who love him. And that's us. Okay, yeah. So, it's like when I ask for my fourth helping of ice cream. My mom says no because she knows that that's going to make my third tummy sore, huh? Exactly. Your mom loves you a whole lot. And because she loves you, she says no because she knows what's best. Okay. So, today, boys and girls, thank God for loving us, for listening to our prayers, for answering prayers, and thank him that he is in complete control, that he knows what's best, and that because he loves us, he is working out everything for our good. Amen, Dave. But 
Today was a happy day. The Jews' prayers were answered probably in an even better way than they had ever imagined. And the temple is finished. But as we'll hear tomorrow in the book of Nehemiah, the work is not done just yet. Ooh, intriguing, Dave. Okay, well, bye everyone. See you tomorrow for the quiz. Goodbye. We'll see you then. God's Big Story is a ministry of Eden Grove Presbyterian Church. Music and jingles by Dave, Josh, and Josh.